Welcome to the SSU Career Chat, brought to you by the Sonoma State University Career Center. I'm Callie. I'm Ashley. And I'm Lily. Thanks for listening in. If you're wanting to learn more about major to career exploration or career outlook, then you're in the right place. We've got a great episode for you all, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the SSU Career Chat. Hello everyone, my name is Lily Frazier and in today's episode we will be talking about how getting a minor degree can be worthwhile and actually be beneficial to you and your career. Our first guest that I'll be speaking with is Sonoma State alum Mason Potter, who has a bachelor's degree in cellular and molecular biology as well as a minor in chemistry. Hi Mason and welcome. Please tell me about yourself. Well my name is Mason Potter. Um, I graduated Sonoma in six years. I'm now currently working as a manufacturing chemist at LGC Biosearch in Petaluma, which is about 10 miles away from school. And uh, yeah, I'm just enjoying enjoying the uh, post-grad life. How did you get from Sonoma State to your career? I was on the job hunt. Um, I used LinkedIn and I used Indeed after school and I kind of just put up my uh, my work experience which was honestly nothing it was uh, being a server nothing in uh, my field exactly I was a server at a restaurant and I had a little internship in my field but that was about it it had really nothing to do with my job that I have currently now what did you do at Sonoma State like internship wise classes because I know you did say that it took you six years to graduate yeah. um, and it was that because you also worked on your minor as well it is. It's, it's exactly because I worked in my minor. Um, I actually was finishing the concentration that I had in biology, which was molecular and cell. And then I wanted to finish out. I was like two classes away. So I was like, yeah, I need to I'll finish my minor. So that's kind of why it took me six years. But it was definitely worth it because my job now is in chemistry, which is exactly what my minor is. I reached out on LinkedIn and a recruiter found me and he messaged me. The job was the job that I have now. They were in uh they were in a short of workers because of COVID. And so that's kind of how I got the gig. And then could you also elaborate on your job and what exactly it is that you do? Yeah, absolutely. So as a manufacturing chemist, I literally do uh, organic synthesis. So just purification methods uh, on dyes, fluorescent dyes, which is kind of cool. Uh, We use these dyes in uh, uh, basically anywhere from research uh, as markers to visualize what we're looking at um, right now, a lot of it's going into COVID test kits. So um, the DNA test kits will will help visualize uh, if you have COVID or not, basically. Um, yeah, so they're just really pretty dyes. <laughs> Do you think that having your minor has been beneficial to you? And how has your minor helped you in getting your desired career? And do you think that you would have been able to get the job that you have now without your minor? I think the minor helped significantly. I actually didn't envision getting a job, uh, getting this chemistry job when I first started. I think the only reason why, well, the only reason why I have this job is because of my minor, which is really cool. Did it take you the entire six years to get your minor or did you just decide later on in your career at Sonoma State to start getting your minor? It was definitely later on. I had realized I just had so much overlap in classes when I was looking at like uh, the requirement list. I was like, wow, I really, I only have two classes away. So it was 
it actually ended up being a whole nother year because those two classes were ended up being in fall and spring. So it was kind of unfortunate, but definitely worth it. And at that same time I was working, I had one more class in my concentration. So, so you don't regret working towards it, obviously. I don't. Some people might do that, might regret because of the cost. But I think now looking back on it, I think you should do it anyway, because the job that I was able to land, I would have been able to, you know, pay the debt out by now. Right. Definitely worth it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's great. When did you know what career you wanted to pursue and that you wanted to go in this specific field? And were there any experiences like clubs or internships or organizations that helped you guide you on the path to this certain career field or yeah. did you just kind of complete it? Well, actually I never, once again, I never envisioned myself going into chemistry. I think school and different classes that I had, I had envisioned going more research and more molecular and cellular research. Uh, yeah, not chemistry at all, <laughs> to be honest. But I think, yeah, really wanted to be a, a research associate. I think that was the goal. And then after that, to be more of a lab manager or supervisor to run the lab, I think was my my main goal. But now that I've, you know, when you're in college, I feel like you're kind of blinded by what pathways and opportunities you can have. So now it's kind of up in the air after getting this job. I feel like I've kind of opened up so many things that I can do. Yeah, I feel like that happens a lot, definitely, where um, you think you're going to go into a certain career field when you enter college. And then by the time you get out and everything, it's something totally different than what you would have previously imagined. But that's great. I'm glad that it worked out for you. <laughs> Thank you. I, yeah, of course. So yeah. how did you learn about the job opening for your current position? And did you have a certain job search strategy? Basically, how did you find and get your current job? So I had put my resume up on LinkedIn and I put all my um, experience, which was really nothing to do with my current job. And really, I, I feel like I got lucky because of uh, a recruiter reached out and said, hey, look, there's a job and it's okay that you don't have a lot of experience in the field at the moment because they will teach you. And because of the the short of workers, uh, the, that's how I was hired on. So basically COVID actually opened up an opportunity. COVID saved me. Yeah, that's basically. Good. Yeah, and now you're working to help. Um, was it Tess you said with COVID? Yeah, the, the company I work for, uh, it makes synthetic DNA, basically, for research. And then uh, I work in the, the chemical production part of it, which is just creating these these dyes that will attach onto the synthetic DNA. Nice. That's really yeah. cool. Do you find the job market for your major to be competitive? I know that with COVID, they were missing a lot of people, and then they happened to recruit you because they needed more people. But normally, do you think that it would have been more competitive? Yeah, normally, I think... It's a super competitive field for sure. I've been planning on on moving south, and so I've been really looking for other jobs as well, just to see what's out there. And it's very competitive, but I think right now um, it's a good time to look for a job for work because of COVID. Other um, careers and fields do you think you could go into with your major and your minor? That's a good question. There are a lot. I know that right now I feel like a lot of jobs are saying, you know, if you have if you have a biology degree, I mean, regardless of your concentration, I mean, they'll teach you if you have a, a foundational like understanding, then you pretty much have a lot of options, you know, the, from the chemical side to, uh, you know, more of environmental or, or physiological. I mean, you could do, there's a lot you could do as like a entry level job. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. I feel like you, your major and minor shouldn't like define your career path because you can go anywhere from there. Awesome. Yeah, I think a lot of people get confused and think that mm -hmm. once they pick a certain major or like a certain minor, they're kind of stuck in this one um, 
little box that way they can only get like certain jobs but i think it's good to know that there's a lot of possibilities for them out there and everything absolutely yeah experience will uh, rule over your education i feel like, any day so another question is what advice do you have for our listeners Ooh. Anything that you wish you had known when you were a student or what you would have liked to heard at that time? Anything you would have done differently? Yeah. I feel like um, if I could talk to my past self, I would say, um, you know, just keep, just finish, just finish it. And, you know, it'll all work out. I was a, not a great student. I was a good student. I didn't have a good GPA. I had uh, not so much experience. You know, I really enjoyed, I enjoyed college a lot and I didn't focus all of it on um, my academics, which I, I kind of regret just uh, for a personal level, but I, it won't hinder you as much as you think it will. If you're not pushing like a 4.0 or you're going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy college. You'll find a job. I think a lot of people just think that if you kind of fail through college or you just mess up in some way that you're basically screwing over your entire rest your of your life. Career. Yeah. And yeah. Everything, but. It's not true. Um, I mean, I've even thought now of going to get my master's and, uh, even though my GPA isn't great, the experience that I've gained in the last like year from this job is like succeed, like experience would trump everything, basically, even though correct. you do have, uh, the degree and everything in this mm -hmm. field, the experience is probably, uh, more important and then more people will look at you because of it. Exactly. That's great. Awesome. I know you said that you didn't do great and everything, but you still did pretty well. I know some people, when they go through college, um, they sometimes want to drop out or give up and everything. Can yeah. you talk about your experience um, through that? Because normally, you know, a lot of people feel like they need to go through four years. And if they don't go through four years, then they might as well give it's up or something. Worthless. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. That's such a good point. Yes. So my freshman and sophomore year, honestly, yeah, my, my first three years, I just kind of you know, I was going through the motions of school and getting my work done. And, you know, I wasn't amazing at all, but I, you know, I was doing well. And then my, I think the end of my junior year, my senior year kind of hit. <clears throat> and I had some personal things going on in my life where I couldn't really uh, put my focus on school. And I, I kind of failed school. I, I, I had to drop classes. I wasn't attending. <laughs> So that pushed me back definitely. And I was like very depressed and it, it and I was like, wow, I don't even know what I'm going to do, you know? And I finally figured, you know, I might as well push through and finish it out. You know, unfortunately my family was able to, you know, help me with school. So that wasn't a problem, but uh, I'm glad I pushed through. During those first four years, my focus was more on, um, you know, I played for, vo I played volleyball for Sonoma State. Uh, I was in the orchestra. I played flute <laughs> for nice. Sonoma State. You know, I was in a uh, snow club. I was doing a bunch of other stuff, you know, so I was pretty, well, I spread out myself pretty, pretty thin. Um, but then those last two years, I decided to stick it out and I kind of pushed through. Definitely worth it. Nice. Well, yeah. I'm glad that everything worked out. Um, I know that you're not the only one that goes through the ups and downs throughout college mm -hmm. too, because we definitely, I definitely felt that too. Yeah, you definitely did a lot too. Yeah, because <laughs> me during my four years right now, I haven't done anything and I regret doing that. And I kind of wish I did, but um, those oh. club, all the clubs and the orchestra that you did, well, um, would you say that 
you really enjoyed that and you made friends along the way and that it was worthwhile. Absolutely. Yeah. Even though it, uh, it may have taken away from my academics, I think it helped the overall college experience, which was worth it, in my opinion. And I think that also, you know, how everyone tries to graduate on track in four years and everything, they also miss out on a lot of opportunities during those years that they're there. Um, even though you did graduate in six years, I think that it's actually a great example because you got you had so much to do. And even though it may have taken up most of your time, I feel like it was a great learning experience and you had probably had a lot of fun with it, obviously. And it shows that it's okay to not graduate in four years that's totally fine and you can still obviously like you be very successful and still have a great career even if you didn't finish in the four years like they want you to thank you yeah uh, i i absolutely agree the six years were rough i i definitely felt like a failure uh, not graduating in four years i felt like i was disappointing people i regret feeling that now because i feel successful i feel like i made it out i feel like i was able to establish myself after college and i got a, a good college experience i feel like right Yes. And I think that's like a perfect example that it's totally okay. And then I'm sure it'll be very reassuring to a lot of people too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Don't graduate college. Don't leave. (laughs) Why? It's college. It's a fun time. Right. Yes, exactly. That's why I did it. That's why I stayed for six years. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. This was fun. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I appreciate your time as well. Thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate it a lot. This was very fun. Thank you, Mason. Next up, I'll be speaking with Sonoma State alum, Cassandra Taylor, who has a bachelor's in human development and a minor in early childhood studies. Welcome, Cassandra. Tell me a little bit about yourself. I am Cassandra. Um, I graduated from Sonoma State in 2011, so it's been 10 years. And um, I majored in human development and I got a minor in early childhood education. And it's kind of special because um, in my 10 years from being graduated, I um, have worked with all age groups. Um, So preschool, elementary school, and now I'm with middle school and high schoolers currently at a private high school in San Mateo County. When you first got to Sonoma State, what did you want to do after you graduated? Basically, did you have a clear idea of what you wanted or were you unsure? And are you working in the career that you envisioned that you would be in when you declared your major and your minor? Yeah, great question. Um, So it's kind of a funny story. I always wanted to be a teacher and I was convinced I was gonna be a kindergarten teacher my second year at Sonoma State. So when I entered, it was very, I actually entered undecided and I was really um, trying to navigate which major was gonna work best for me. And, I decided in my second year that I wanted to be a kindergarten teacher. So I kind of went down that path my junior year um, with a human development major. And then I was planning to stay two years extra to get my credential. So what happened was, is I did a practicum class, child study, and I did hours in a local kindergarten class in Roanoke Park. And after about a couple of weeks, I was like, this is not for me. Um, And I'm really grateful for that. I was really grateful that I had that experience um, of getting out there in the community in Roanoke Park and doing some hours because I just had an awakening where I was like, this is not for me. I knew I wanted to work with children, um, the youth in some sort of way, but really now where I've landed is kind of the resource, the study, the counselor piece, um, support system for students. And that is really um, working for me. 
and that's where I wanted to be. So um, I wanted to be a kindergarten teacher and it didn't work out. <laughs> um, but in my experience, I had to go through that um, to find that out. I noticed that a lot of people when they go in either undecided or when they first start college, they usually have a, like a set idea of what they normally want to do. But it seems that a lot of people, once they finally graduate and get into the career field, they find out that's not what they want to do. And some people freak out and everything. But um, I'm glad that it worked out for you and everything because you still got to do um, what you wanted to do, which was work with the youth, like you said, but it wasn't what you originally envisioned. The experience definitely helped. I mean, definitely. 100%. I'm so grateful for it. If I didn't have those those hours that were done in a kindergarten classroom, I would have figured out later on down the road, maybe farther into getting the units and the credits I need for the credential. And then I would have been too far in. <laughs> yeah. Stuck in a career that you probably would not have been happy with. Definitely. Do you think that having your minor has been beneficial to you? And how has your minor helped you in getting the career that you have now? Yeah, so the human development major and the ECE minor, um, human development was actually new when I was there. Um, there wasn't a lot of people in it. It was a very small community. I loved it. I'm still connected with some of the people that I met through my human development classes. Um, ECE kind of came on later. Um, when I was meeting with one of the counselors at Sonoma State and I, I realized and she realized, hey, you only are like a few classes away from early childhood education minor. What do you think about declaring a minor and taking these three extra classes? I was like, well, let's do it because I love kids and I, I really do love toddlers. I'm kind of getting at the road right now where it's like, what age group do I really like being with? Um, and there's a special place in my heart for the you know early childhood education kids. I think right now my minor is not serving me because I'm with middle school and high school directly but it has helped shape how I deal with certain situations. I'm in a, in a profession right now where we work one-on-one -on -one and it's very individualized. I'm finding that I'm using a lot of what I've learned in my early childhood education and connecting it to why kids kind of act the way they do, why they have certain conditions, things that happen in their early childhood that affects the way that they learn academically behave socially and deal with their emotions later on down. So right now, while I'm not with early childhood education per se, it is still serving me well in the sense of growing to know kids. So you could say that it has been beneficial to you and that you probably wouldn't have any regrets towards getting that minor, right? Absolutely not. And then another special fact was I was one class away from a women's and gender studies min uh, minor, and I didn't want to stay one extra semester for one class, and I that's what I regret. I was going to double minor. Um, I should have stayed because women and gender studies, those are my most memorable classes at Sonoma State. For sure. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people too, they don't know um, all the minors that are offered or they feel as if it'll take too long and they don't want to wait from what I've heard from you. And then another person that I interviewed earlier is that like, it's definitely worth it. Would you say that it is? 100%. Because the way that I like to think about it too, Lily, is your major is your major. Great. I think that's also important, but your minors can be a little bit more specific I like to think of it as a little bit more fun because the rigor is just not as much. You don't have to take as many classes. There's not a lot of prerequisites or they all fall within each other where sometimes I didn't even know I was three classes away from early child education. So if, if going to talk to a counselor or to someone who knows what they're doing to, with all that, that's also beneficial because some of these, some people don't know how close they are to getting a minor in a really cool 
school subject. How many years or semesters did it take you to get your major and your minor at Sonoma State? That's a really good question. And it's something that my mom and I talk a lot, talk a lot about because I remember when she told me when I was going to college, I'm only paying for four years. And I knew I couldn't afford more than four years. And I did it. I did it in four years. Every semester I was in 18 plus units. That was a lot. Mm -hmm. I did it. I made it happen. I wasn't going to risk having super student loans for myself after college. And it really motivated me when my mom said, only four years, that's all I'm paying for. And I, I worked my butt off. I did. I definitely understand. I've taken 18, I think the least amount of units I've taken is probably 17, which is this semester, is this semester I believe, um, units my entire like college career. So I totally understand that. So I applaud you because it's definitely not easy. And I'm sure you were probably busy with other things too, like maybe work or extracurriculars or anything like that. But. Yeah, I um, I actually, I was so, you know, social life too. There was a lot of nights where I was like, I can't, like I have an early class or I have a late class. Um, I de it was definitely a choice to put academics first. It's hard. It's a hard balance to, to do as a college student, but that's part of the learning process as well. It wasn't easy. I don't think there was one semester that was easy. You just have to really decide what your priorities are. And then do you have any regrets um, though, like prioritizing your academics over your social life in those your early 20s and all that? Or do you believe that the small sacrifice that you made um, definitely benefited you now in your adult life? Yeah, great question. I, you know, I try not to live with regrets. Sometimes I wish I was a little bit more social when I was at Sonoma, but I was really academically driven. And I was in actually a serious relationship with someone who didn't go to Sonoma State and lived a drive away. And there were times when I would lug all my stuff so I could get my homework done and also see this person and then not hang out with my friends as well. And so it's not that I regret that, but I would have done things differently if I had the experience again. I do think that everything happens for a reason and we are given the obstacles we're given so that we can grow. And I am extremely pleased at where I am now, um, intuitively, emotionally, socially. So I don't regret anything, but I might have been a little bit more involved with extracurricular stuff friends just a little bit more there were definitely a lot of times that I sat in my dorm room alone working on work when I could have you know gone for the night hike or went over to the friend's house and hung out and did the things but you know everyone's going to do their best in those moments and so I don't I don't regret it I just would do things differently maybe I like that thank you definitely agree I think a lot of us kind of just get caught up with I know like for you you said your situation was different you didn't want to go into student loan debt which is totally understandable because it's a crazy amount of money you have to pay and a lot of financial burden and like mental burden as well so you finishing in four years was something that you wanted to do and you did. And I agree that while school is very important, it's also like important to cherish the years that we have there and then the people and connections that we make. But I'm glad that you don't regret anything because I know that everybody lives like a long life and then you have your whole life ahead of you to make up for those moments and everything. So living with regrets like you or no regrets like you said, I think that's great. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason, like you said too. Definitely. And there were times when I went through like through it. I think that college is a really important time in development, in finding, you know, who you are, what you want to stand for, what you want to believe in, what your morals are, what your values are. It's a really scary 
time too um, because you're trying to navigate all of these things you're trying to get the best grades that you can you're trying to you know know who you are better you're trying to navigate relationships and it's a lot so I would reach out you know have community stay connected ask for help when needed you know it people are there for you and that was really, really helpful for me. Did you encounter any obstacles or frustrations with your studies? And how did you get through those challenges to become as successful as you are today? I definitely was not a 4.0, 3.8 student. Um, my average GPA at Sonoma State was 3.25. Um, schooling doesn't didn't come easy to me. What came easy to me is staying organized, deadlines. Like I always turned in my homework and always did projects, but it wasn't necessarily easy for me to really understand and grasp topics. So my biggest struggle was when I didn't understand something. And the way that I got through that was study groups. I was a part of a ton of study groups. I made connections. Sometimes it didn't feel right or feel, it felt weird, but um, being vulnerable in those moments of saying, I don't understand this, can someone help? Um, having people's contact from classes, a couple really helps in those moments, at, for me at least. I was at the library a lot or I held study groups in my dorm room and vice versa. Then, you know, you you stick with kind of the same people as you're moving through your two years of fulfilling your major or minor. And so you, I really had a tight knit group of people that were doing the same and taking the same classes. And people want to help. I mean, it's our nature. So when you ask for help and you're vulnerable, hey, I don't get this. That was the biggest piece for me. It took me a while though. You know, my freshman and sophomore year, I was a little bit more more shy in that mm -hmm. sense. But as a junior and senior, I was ready. Like I was ready to hit the ground running. It was all classes that I was interested in. It wasn't my GED anymore. And I was wanting to learn. I really wanted to learn in all of my classes. You brought up how you said school wasn't necessarily easy for you and that your GPO wasn't it was a 3.2, which I would consider high, but for some people, if it's not a 4.0, that it's not high. Um, I think you are a great example that even though you may not be an exemplary straight A student, um, like top of the class, that's it's okay and that you can still be successful, obviously. Because um, a lot of people, I think that they worry that, oh, if you don't do well in college, then you're not going to be successful in your career and your later life. Right. But obviously, that's fine, too, because I know definitely for me as well, um, I am not an amazing student. Um, like I don't get a 4.0 um, average at all. And then, of course, like with me, I was shy, too, as well. Um, definitely my first two years of college, like you said, once you get into your major classes, the last two years, you start to become familiar with the small group of people who are also in your major because Sonoma State, it's a nice, like small school. It's not very big at like UCLA or USC or anything. So I feel like you can definitely make those one-to-one -one connections with people and they're more- You vibe yes. off each other, you know, you know, you just know that someone's there mm -hmm. to help. Yeah, which I think is great, right? So with that, I'm sure you probably went through a lot of stress those four years of school. Did you have any specific ways that you dealed with that stress that would be helpful? Because I know managing stress is like a thing that people find hard to figure out. So if you have any tips, that would be great. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're a college student, I think part of it is trying to learn how to manage stress. And looking back at myself 10 years ago, I mean, still 
you know, I'm not a master at managing stress. There are things that I probably should have done more, but I always tried to drink enough water every day. That was something that I kept track of. I wanted to drink eight glasses of water a day. I bought an Nalgene bottle. There's three of those that I used to drink. Um, I exercise. The gym at Sonoma State, as if I remember, is wonderful. Um, I would go and I had gym buddies to keep each other accountable because if it was like by myself, I didn't really want to go. Um, and I was, I'm a big walker. I always took walks. And every time I came at a block, it was almost a writer's block. I loved humanities classes and most of the human development classes you do, you submit papers versus take a lot of tests. So I had a lot of papers that I had to write. I actually miss writing papers. Fun fact, side note, I would come up against a lot of writer blocks and I would just shut my computer and walk outside for at least 30 minutes, which helped. And another tip when you're in those moments, really stressed out, just get it out. I, then I just started getting things out on paper and then going back and editing and organizing things. I think college huh, stress is part of it. It is really important that we learn how to manage our stress. I think humans are definitely capable of making healthy choices and that's what's going to help help. Um, whether it get enough sleep, drink enough water, exercise, proper nutrition, those are all things that were always at the forefront of the decisions that I was making. Definitely. Yeah, that's great. It's definitely like a healthy and positive way to deal with it. So I think those are all great because I think a lot of us get stressed out. We just tend to kind of neglect our bodies and kind of personal health and like mental health is definitely very important. So like you said, like putting it forth is definitely like key to managing it. Yeah, definitely. And one thing I wanted to share, one thing that I wish I, you know, that I want to say is that it's okay <laughs> to say no, even to your paper or whatever it is you're working on, a deadline that you have to meet. It's okay to say no and get sleep. Mm -hmm. I remember there were so many times where my friends, I'm a big sleep advocate and I've always had to get eight hours a night or else I know that I can't function properly the next day. So I was, they always like, I was the early bird in my dorm room. They'd be like, Shh, Cassandra's sleeping. She's like 9 PM. Um, but it was okay with me because I knew I needed to rest my brain in order to give my full the next day. That's great. Yeah. See, everyone's schedule is different and the way people may need to cope with their stress and manage their stress is not going to be the same as like another person. So it's basically like whatever works for you, as long as it's healthy. Definitely. Did you ever partake in on-campus job fairs or were there any campus resources that helped you prepare you for your career? I connected a lot with the human development part department because it was so new. So the counselor, I forgot the name, but the counselor was amazing. And, and I was in constant communication, visiting the offices when something, when I needed more understanding, I needed, I'm someone that needs a lot of reassurance. I'm sure they probably thought I was annoying at some points, but I was like, are you sure I'm going to graduate? Are you sure this is class counts? Um, I needed like triple checks. Um, but I remember definitely connecting with the counselor a lot. And I think I probably have gone to some job fairs, but I don't remember. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> But it was a lot of counselor and office hours. I wasn't the I wasn't the one asking questions in class. It was always after or before. But I definitely reached out and had relationships with most of my professors. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, especially since I feel like as, as a professor and a counselor, I feel like it is 
part of their job to also help the students um, just outside of the classroom and everything um, and just provide guidance as well because they are skilled in that field in that area of expertise so definitely like um, offering their advice and just reassuring students. I think that's really helpful as well because I know a lot of people can be scared or intimidated by these people like professors and counselors because they are a lot older than us and they know more and it seems like they're just there to lecture and everything. Most professors, I feel like a lot of professors, they are there for us and that they are open to speaking with us as well. So yeah. mm-hmm. and me looking in from now working with kids, we want <laughs> kids to come ask, students to come ask, no matter what grade level. Um, that really shows, not that I think that all students are trying in their own way and on their own time, but it shows that that extra step when you're, you're taking interest in having a relationship with your professor. So how did you learn about the opening for your current position? And did you have a certain like job search strategy that you used in order to find jobs in your career field? Yeah. So since Sonoma State, I have gotten certified in health coaching. So there are a lot of the job searches that I do are, how do I say this? It's, it is a little difficult. Human development, a lot of people don't hear about. ECE, on the other hand, is, is, is well, more well-known. So when I search for jobs and how I landed in this position, it was actually Craigslist. I got lucky. There has been a lot of connecting on LinkedIn with wellness, ECE, human development. There's a lot of, I like to explain human development as it's kind of in the psychology realm without, without all the science. Human development is a mix of anthropology, sociology, psychology together, women's and gender study together versus very science focused major. It is a Bachelor of Arts, which surprises a lot of people, but I do have to say that a lot of employers and a lot of people are curious what human development is, and they reach out and they ask, which is really cool. I mostly do my searches on LinkedIn, Craigslist, um, and Indeed. Indeed's a good one when, when you look for careers in this realm, and, and it is broad which is helpful. Um, there's one question that I don't, that I don't like. Um, and I, I, I coach a lot of my kids on these, my seniors in high school is, um, where do you want to see yourself in five years? Cause I don't see myself anywhere in five years. I see myself now we're living in the present. I know that my heart and my passion is with the youth. And if I'm doing anything that is catering to support a human being, that's what, um, that's what I'm going to be the happiest doing. And that goes right along with human development. It is the study of humans from birth until death, actually conception until death. LinkedIn and like indeed Craigslist was actually really surprising. I've never, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I don't want to say it's old school. It's just like now, nowadays I feel like the, it has a negative connotation just because Craigslist can be kind of scary or sketchy now, just because anyone can go up on there and I know in some ways it can be more anonymous, but I'm glad that it worked out for you because some of the stories I've heard, they're like horror stories somewhat. Yeah, I've definitely aged myself by saying Craigslist. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I, you do have to be smart. Thanks for bringing that up. You do have to be smart. Um, I, I'm, I'm a very intuitive person. So when something feels icky, it probably mm-hmm. is icky. And that's, that's really good advice. Mm-hmm. A lot of employers have steered away from Craigslist as we get 
as we go on with time because of how dangerous it can be. But usually when you are paying attention and you're aware of how people are responding to you on the ads, you can kind of tell what's icky. Mm -hmm. So when it's icky, when you feel like it's icky, it's probably icky. Yeah. Like if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Yes. And don't give any personal information. (laughs) Yeah. I think a lot of people, um, especially my generation, we kind of fall for that because we don't know that like people, we kind of just have too much trust, I want to say, in um, people online. But you do have to be careful, like you said, because. But like, how do you find that balance? There's Mm -hmm. so many things for your guys' generation on the internet. I mean, just another site to apply on right right yeah (laughs) yeah and you can get scammed or fooled or have your information stolen or anything so you just you do right like you have to do background research basically and um, read reviews and then just be very company look up the values look the mission you'll know Mm -hmm. right right so definitely research what advice do you have for our listeners the advice for listeners there's a lot but I think really the most important thing is it's going to be okay. If you are in your last semester in senior year and you don't want to do your minor and you really want to switch your major, great and do it. It's going to be okay. Life moves very fast and very slow at times. But I think that if we stay connected to one another, and have goodwill and compassion for everyone and what they're going through. Um, We all show up in different ways. We all struggle in different ways. When people know they have a community, they will be motivated to do better. And I think it is so important and so essential to stand up for what you think is right. And at a time in, in, in life where our world is feeling a little bit chaotic, Um, know that we were all born with this place in our hearts that remain kind. And if we can, and if we can tune into that, if we can, you know, peel away all of the layers that cover up that kind of scary place to be kind can be a little scary to be vulnerable can be a little scary. But if we take the time to peel off those layers so that our kindness for one another, the human race can shine, people will do better. And people will be more inclined to be kind to one another if they experience kindness. So I know that was kind of a lot. There's probably multiple little life lessons in there, but that's what I've learned. Um, And I'm only 10 years out of college. I know I'm going to learn more, but right now that's it. That's, that's my uh, advice. And Live it a little bit because four years, five years, whatever it takes you, six, seven years to graduate, it comes fast and then it's adulting. (laughs) And adulting is no joke. No joke. (laughs) But it's also fun, but it comes with its own challenges. Yes, definitely. That's great advice. Thank you so much. I actually love that. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's hard. It's hard for us, right? To, I think, to stay kind in multiple, in, for me, I'm, I'm the first to say that it's, it's hard sometimes to really tap into, into that, but that's what this world needs. If you can choose anything, choose to be kind. Yes. Yes. I agree. Definitely. 
thank you so much. Yeah, that I mean, Lily, this has been great. I'm so excited that I've been able to relive my four years at Sonoma State in a little bit more of a real setting. Thank you so much, so much for having me. All right, that concludes our episode for today. Thank you again to Mason and Cassandra for taking time to speak with us. Just to recap, in today's episode, we talked about how working to get your minor degree is a beneficial and rewarding experience. If you have the opportunity to get your minor degree, you should take it. Don't be afraid if your college career path isn't the same as your peers. Whether it takes you three years or eight years to finish school, be proud to know that you worked hard to earn your degree. College should be a good experience, so don't be afraid to join any clubs or organizations make new friends, or establish professional relationships with people on campus. Always remember to take care of yourself first and that it is not the end of the world if you miss an assignment or receive a failing grade. Remember to not measure your success to that of others. That is all for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in to the SSU Career Chat, brought to you by the Sonoma State Career Center. Be sure to tune in next Thursday for the next episode of the SSU Career Chat.